Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 125 of Robots on Typewriters. One to five. It's a month after Christmas. Or 20 days before Christmas, 12-5. Ah, 20 days before Christmas, yes. Or four days after my birthday, but in a European way to report the date. Oh. The 12th of the 5th. <laughs> what is we doing here? What is, what is we doing here? I don't oh. know. I'm glad you don't know, because I do. Robots on Typewriters is a podcast all about computational creativity. Computers, algorithms, machine learning, machine unlearning, um, artificial intelligence, random number generators, calculators... <laughs> Petco calculators, beep. our favorite one. We don't Petco use beef? calculators on this show, especially ones that go beep. Ones that go beep. I thought you said Petco beef. Petco <laughs> I didn't know if that beef. was like dog food or your newest scandal. Uh, yeah, I've got beef with Petco on Twitter. Tell your Petco if he says he got beef. <laughs> My dog's a vegetarian. My dog's a pescatarian. I was going to say that because I was like, I don't want to make the dog a vegetarian because that's not a good way to own a dog. Pescatarian's anyway, probably not too great either. You're probably right. Anyway, um, all that stuff, all those computery words, uh, <laughs> like we don't go. just, it's not just them. It's using those things to be creative, to enhance our creativity, or even trying to coax creativity out of those machines. On this podcast, we have two segments, both of which were named by random word generators. Our first segment is The Zesty Hat, in which we highlight some computational creativity from around the internet that's delighted us in the last week. And in the second segment, The Trashy Toy, we use computational tools to play an improv game of our own creation. This week, it's my turn to wear the zesty hat. First, I wanted to give a, uh, I want to debut a new segment like Allison's tr- Twitter bot corner. This will be Justin's Blaseball Beat. Ooh. Uh, Blaseball, which I've talked about a few times on this podcast now, is the simulated alternate reality um, absurdist baseball video game that's taking place all the time, uh, except kind of not right now because we're in the middle of the grand siesta, but uh, the siesta is going to be over pretty soon. So maybe by the time you're listening to this, it's already over. Uh, probably not. I think the siesta is going on through December. Anyway, uh, a couple mini updates from Blaseball. Um, I'm not the I don't commit enough time to completely understand what's going on. Um, so I'm just going to give my best understanding of some things that have happened lately. One of the key moments um, of this siesta, of this break between seasons, is and was scheduled to be the lawsuit, the New York Millennials v. Parker McMillan III, the commissioner of baseball. Oh. Um, the New York Millennials were suing because the that the perk that the fans bought a couple seasons back, Eat the Rich, was due to pay every fan out. Um, so fans, of course, uh, bet on baseball games to get coins, to spend on things that help hurt or cause chaos in the games to the teams. Um, and Eat the Rich was meant to redistribute that wealth at the end of each season. So people who hoarded their coins and didn't spend automatically mm. lost that money and it was redistributed to everyone. Oh, wild. And the New York Millennials alleged that the commissioner was not uh, fully enacting Eat the Rich. Um, so we've been in the middle of a lawsuit for the past month. Um, and I believe the trial actually happened a couple of weeks ago, but I can't, oh. I, I saw it kicking off on Twitter. I was, I was working. I couldn't really get on discord and I also kind of hate discord. Um, <laughs> but I, I saw it kicking off and to the best of my understanding, um, the commissioner's doing a very good job. That's, that's apparently the, the meme. Everyone just says you're doing a good job okay. to the commissioner. Um, but also the commissioner, uh died is oh. no longer with us <laughs> is he still doing a good job well parker mcmillan the third was the commissioner um 
And he died in what I'm about to talk about, not during the trial, in uh, the Coffee Cup, the new uh, off-season tournament that's been going on for the past, uh, started a few days ago, um, you know, in in where we are now. But when this podcast comes out, it might have been a couple of weeks ago. You might be in the second or third round. But the Coffee Cup is a little off-season tournament in which players were sorted based on their coffee preferences, so not on their <laughs> original teams, but just in new teams, um, including teams like Atletico Latte, Cream and Sugar United, uh, Milk Proxy Society, um, <laughs> and other teams like the Society Data Witches, and oh. um, the the Real Game Band, who you may know as the team that made this very video game baseball. Oh, uh, Parker McMillan, the third, the con- the commissioner was actually playing on the real game band, uh, but he was percolated in action um, and <laughs> oh, no. has been since replaced with. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Parker McMillan, the third died during the trial by in which he was incinerated. Um, I think the, the trial might have taken place in an Outback Steakhouse or something. Okay. Sounds about right. Um, and he was burned alive there. And then Parker McMillan the fourth became commissioner, and he played for the real game band in the coffee cup, and he was percolated. So oh, now no. Parker McMillan the fifth is the commissioner. Wow. <laughs> um, do you have a sense for how, um, like, how much chance goes into how things happen and are decided like that? I think a fair bit of chance um, goes into outcomes of games day to day but i also think a lot of writing happens for more uh, macro things like i think the commissioner being burned alive at the trial after uh you know many players were immolated over the last several seasons and Mm -hmm. then being burned alive again in the coffee cup was probably Mm -hmm. written yeah um yeah but I think like outcomes of games and even like which teams make it to the playoffs, things like okay, that, that are completely sense, yeah. left to chance. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's so I wish I had the wherewithal to get into it, but it just feels too late <laughs> for I've, me. I've followed more baseball accounts on Twitter, and that's kind of helped me understand what's going on. There's a yeah. lot of really good uh, baseball resources out there. There's the baseball wiki. There's the baseball news network um there's baseball reference (laughs) there's all these (laughs) things that are approximating real baseball websites yeah yeah uh yeah so you can probably check out the coffee cup now um support your favorite players even if they're not playing for your favorite teams anymore because it's all new teams just for (laughs) this very project yeah, so that's that's my my little baseball beat update. I hope to give these somewhat regularly. Yeah. And that's probably big enough for a full hat. Do I need a should I do my other hat? If you want to keep it, keep it, my boy. Yeah, I'll hold on to it. It's not even that good. I might just eat it. <laughs> that's, keep that's it or eat it. Blaby. Blaby. <laughs> I'm the Blaby boy. Oh no. <laughs> Is that the surprise you said was no. coming up? No, um, uh, uh, that, so that being said, if that, if that is the, the end of the hat, then, uh, yeah, we're gonna, um, we're gonna, we're gonna move on over into- Oh, shit, sorry, can I, what? can I jump back in with one more baseball thing? The, the coffee cup, like all, uh, baseball, has its own particular weather. Um, the Ooh. weather that was really plaguing the last season was the black hole, which caused winds from other games to be transported into <laughs> games in progress. Um, so like the Hellmouth Sunbeams ended up winning the the championship <laughs> because they kept stealing wins from games played by the uh, Seattle Garages. Um, so that was last season's weather. But the Coffee Cup is played in a, a scenic location, not uh, subject to the same weather okay. as this. Um, so their weather was all coffee related. And it was causing the effect that instead of getting shelled like players were in past seasons um, in which they would be infected with some peanut based disease that eventually caused them to immolate on the field. uh, (laughs) This year, players were getting beaned. Um, Oh, no. That's a a coffee term, of course, but also a baseball term for when you're hit by a pitch. Uh, But the players who got beaned were either given the status effect of tired or wired. Hmm? Um, 
tired players, when they scored a run, it only counted for half of a run. But wired players scoring a run would count for one and a half runs. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it added a little extra chaos. And I think the beaned effect, the tired and wired effects will be continuing throughout the coffee cup for I just a little that. extra dose of chaos. I love that. Okay, well, yeah, if that is the baseball bleat, that it, it, it just it just makes you want to say everything with an L in it. Yeah, um, I feel like the baseball bleat would be if I, you know, <laughs> if a goat was delivering baseball news. <laughs> um, then, uh, then it is time to to roll on over into the trashy toy and and do you, what what's what's that what's that. Do you know what time of year is it? Oh, I know what time of year it is. Oh, hot tub time. That's right, everybody. It is hot tub time. It is Christmas time. That's um, right, cursed Frank Sinatra. <laughs> that's right, cursed Frank. Sing it. Cursed old blue eyes. Old cursed eyes, yeah, same. <laughs> old cursed eyes. Um, yeah, that is right. It is hot tub time, and you know what that means. It's Christmas time. Um, and uh, that was, of course, the um, uh, classic pop song in the style of Frank Sinatra by OpenAI's Jukebox. Uh, it, it is a, a classic favorite of ours, hot tub Christmas time. But yeah, uh, uh, it's 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 Christmas time. The time is finally here, and um, I wanted to to kick off our month of I'm sure Christmas games, holiday themed games all around because um, everyone involved always holds up to that standard of my uh, holiday requirements. Oh man, I used to always do baseball instead of Halloween to mess with you. Now <laughs> you I can did. do baseball <laughs> instead of Christmas. You can. Um, I wanted to, to start off strong with the Christmas games and um one of my favorite things about the holiday season is the movies all of the fun festive movies that um are either good or just some of the worst uh swill ever made in the form of feel good holiday rom-coms um and how how familiar are you with like how fucked up Hallmark movies can get so a, a bit i'm not okay i haven't really watched them but i've seen synopses of some of yeah, the really wild ones that's all you need that's all i mean just like how like so many of them really really sound like they were written by a neural network already and they were not they are real um and so what i've done is i've collected a data set of a bunch of uh Hallmark movies, but also just famous Christmas movies that aren't shitty um, and made a big data set of Christmas movies that is available on our GitHub, github.com slash robots on typewriters, I assume is the URL. Yep. Um, I fed it to GPT2Simple and created a bunch of new uh, new Christmas movie titles. And we're going to play what, uh, um, what we often call... Um, well, we we call it Star Maker when it's about people, but I don't really know what we call it when it's about like movies because we've done it before with like music. Windows and... Movie Maker. Windows <laughs> Movie Maker, not bad. And uh, I thought that what we would do is we would just go through some of these new uh, new titles. Um, I also have a random list generator loaded up with um, tons. A random tons. list generator. <laughs> Uh, randomlists.com uh, generator that is loaded up with like just hundreds of actors and we're gonna we're gonna cast two romantic leads in in a bunch of these movies and uh we can talk about talk about some of the what the plot might be for uh for some of these anything any movies that you wanted to to get uh get into first so this one, we already, I already spoiled my joke to you, but I, I will go ahead and read it. This was, I'll be, I'll be home for Christmas, Santa, which to me was a, a movie about workers' rights. That's a movie yeah. about like an elf going on strike. Yeah, I love that. So I feel like in the spirit of the the like feel good holiday rom com, what it would probably be is like one you know like person A is like uh, um, 
uh, you know, hard-hitting activist, like, face of the movement, and uh, the other uh, person is like, like, person B is like, come on, everything's fine, it's Christmas time, live a little, like, um, kind of thing. It's, does that, is that a dynamic? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking that person's, you know, uh, kind of been brainwashed by the Christmas exactly, spirit. Yeah. Is like, look, we, some, uh, just because I can't be with my family on Christmas doesn't mean I don't love them. Like, this I, is I what we do. Because, We're elves. Yeah. Yeah. I, my identity is based around my job. I'm an elf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So let's, I'm going to, why don't we both random a person? Uh, for for each. Uh, All right, and we can decide whether we got the elf or the activist. Yeah. Okay. I've got Channing Tatum. I've got Nicole Kidman. Okay. Okay. I feel like that writes itself there. I feel like Nicole Kidman's probably the activist. Chatham, yeah. Chatham I feel like as Tatum. long as this is animated, this weirdly Ooh, really works. Yeah, and it definitely would be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because oh, yeah. you're not putting Channing Tatum in an elf costume. You're not. Um, <laughs> How big would Santa have to be? Oh, uh, unless you did it the way they do it, like in the movie Elf, where it's like you know okay. Will Ferrell is like this like regular human size, but they like. CGI everybody down. It's probably not CGI. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's what. I, I think animated just works regardless because, yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like Nicole Kidman and Channing Tatum probably wouldn't have the best chemistry as as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, I think I think this works, and I think it's it's kind of yeah. good that it's an animated movie, that it's a kids movie. Teach them young, yeah. that you know. Absolutely, yeah. You have the right to federal holidays off or whatever. <laughs> you have the right to remain silent. Yeah, I, I think this would actually, like, the kind of moral of the story, like, the elves would, like, collectively strike on Christmas. Yeah. And then all the families would realize that, you know, they can still have a, a Christmas together without uh, without without Santa having to go to every house. Yeah, and Just I can see... going to a see... reasonable amount of houses. <laughs> I can see the... Um... The, the the kind of like um, romantic plot being in the end, like Nicole Kidman, um, you know, she's spent all of her time in in this revolution and like, you know, yeah. making sure that that everybody else is taken care of. And then on, you know, on Christmas, this day that she's fought to have off, she realizes that there's nobody else she even wants to spend it with because she's had no time to make those connections in her life. But then yeah, and he's Channing like, I Tatum. did get one present. For, I did make one <laughs> toy for Christmas and hands her like a, a rifle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love it. I'll be home for Christmas, Santa. This is a cute idea. Uh, I don't know if this is an actual Christmas. I, I feel like it could be a Christmas movie. It would be um, it would be a nice family movie. The Secret to Loving a Grandpa. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> This is about a family that hates their grandpa. <laughs> hates their grandpa. <laughs> and it's really kind of like, you know, for no good reason. It's just that he's old. Um, it's not even that like he's like stern and like no, you know, the family's scared of him. Like he's no, perfectly nice to everyone. He's, they just he's great. Yeah. He like his his inheritance and like he, he he's been supporting this family and, and they're just <laughs> they're the Scrooges here. Okay. And so... Let's see. It's even on the nose. They're called the Scrooges. That is, yeah. And it's spelled, you know, like S-C-R-U with an umlaut. J-I-Z-Z. <laughs> Very bad. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's try to cast this thing. I feel like, we're, are we going to, well, let's let's see who we get. Yeah, we might need to hit the button a few times to get a, an oh, oh. You got an old man? No, I didn't get an old man. I got uh, supernatural actor Jensen oh, Ackles. Fucking hell. Let's talk about him, baby. Let's send him to jail for hating this grandpa. Oh, he belongs in this movie for hating a grandpa. I've got Meg Ryan. Okay. I don't know. Do, should I like keep trying for an old man? I don't know if an, I got specifically uh, well, like rom-com I just rom didn't know if actors. she could reasonably be uh, Jensen Ackles' wife. Um, maybe, I don't think... Anyone could be. I'm. I'm. I'm really. Uh, you. I mean, you've hit me with Jensen Ackles at a very sensitive time. I am ready for this man to die. Um, wait. Do you know about what's happening? No. Is he extremely canceled <laughs> right now? No. 
not at all. It's just that I will keep this very brief. It is just that um, Supernatural just ended, and it was what like, I thought it ended like eight years ago. Oh my god, it just dude! Ended? It, yeah, the other night, like and what it is. The fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna lose my mind. Holy shit! Well, you really can't get into this. Yeah, he All right, died. Now knowing Russia. that, then I don't want Meg Ryan to be uh, Jensen Ackles' his wife or mother. Maybe mother. Maybe mother. Uh, I mean, or like he's a a young stepdad, like a younger well, stepdad. Let me let me hit you with this. Okay. Because <laughs> I I hit the random button again, and I got I think this person should be his uh his spouse, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> Wait, this person should be his spouse? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hit him with it. Absolutely. Make yep. him do it. Chris Hemsworth <laughs> okay. and Jensen Ackles are- uh, Absolutely. Our husbands, and one of their dads is- uh, We'll say one of their dads is dead, and they remember him fondly, and the other okay, one is alive, yeah. and they are- They, they hate remember him, him poorly. <laughs> oh, I got the like dad. Oh, who is he? Hugh Jackman. <laughs> this is a very muscular uh, wait, Chris so Hemsworth's dad, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's interesting. And so okay, he's and I can see him being really enough, is he? He's not, but I mean he he's willing to do anything to his he body to fit up, the role. Yeah. Um including age it. Yeah. Um he would be super lovable. He's um he can play a I feel like he can play a very lovable dad. Like yeah. he, he he can be very fatherly. And um I think that's perfect. It's just like there is literally nothing wrong with this grandpa, but they have to go on a Christmas journey to to understanding and loving uh that ooh, okay, because um because it's a Christmas movie and you're saying that the one that Chris Hemsworth's dad is dead or whoever's dad is dead and they remember yeah. it's gotta be Jensen Ackles dad that they mistreat, obviously. Um uh then I feel like dead dad comes in the form of a Comes ghost, back. like a Christmas ghost, um, and he leads the. He's like the ghost of Dad's past, and he okay. He, uh, so that's teaches. Hugh Jackman's role, yeah. Oh well, no, no, no. I was saying that's the other dad. That's the the dead dad that they remember fondly. Wait, so Hugh Jackman is Jensen Ackles' dad, not Chris Hemsworth? Oh, I see why. I you think say muscular that. Australians have to be. I. You're right. You're right. I in just a family like, together. Yeah. No. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um. But yeah. I also think that makes it work a little better that Hugh Jackman doesn't have to be all that much older if he's the dead dead. True, true, true. Um, yeah, I don't think there's going to be anybody like old enough on this list really to like play their dads. We also got a weird amount of Australians this quick. <laughs> yeah, Nicole Kidman, yeah. Hugh Jackman, and Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. Um, ah, there must yeah, be someone well. old in here. Who's Eric Winter? Isn't that an old person? It sounds old. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of Edgar Winter. Ain't no young person with the last name Winter. Wrong. Hmm. He's from <laughs> nothing. Adam Sandler. <laughs> I also got him. I got someone who's <laughs> old that could be could actually very reasonably play Jensen Ackles' dad. He's not quite okay. old enough, but all right. John Stamos. <laughs> So, okay, clear it up for me one more time. Is he the alive dad then? I think he's the alive dad the that alive they mistreat, dad. yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, that would also work great. See, I think he would, I felt like it was really, it pulled at my heartstrings to think of Hugh Jackman as like a lovely grandpa who was, you know, being mistreated. It doesn't do that quite as much when it's John Stamos. <laughs> no, but I think it's more fun to be mistreating John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but does that teach you the Christmas lesson of loving your grandpa? Maybe not. But I think if he's the alive one, at least at the end, uh, Jesse and the Rippers can play some songs. But it's 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 not. It's like a aged down version of him. They're not the same character. They just like go to a show at the one kid's school. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. That they just keep cutting back and forth between uh, the grandpa who's like grooving a little bit to it but yeah. then also like younger john stamos on and stage it just performing. infers for no reason that it takes place in the full house universe <laughs> yes 
<laughs> there, there there could be some Easter eggs, you know, like get some of the get some of the full house cast to, to obviously it would be uh I feel like most of it would, would just take place in a suburban home, but maybe yeah. you spend so much time in in the suburban home that it's not till they like leave to go to that Christmas pageant at the end that you realize that they are in San Francisco and have Yeah, they the step time. outside and it's like the exact same like exterior <laughs> the shot that the they street. used. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The whole family's having a picnic in that little field. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, I think Bob Saget actually works as like another like nice grandfatherly character and all this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Oh, wow. That turned out so much better than I thought. (laughs) And you know that actually it being in San Francisco kind of helps make the uh, Chris Hemsworth Jensen Ackles connection work better too. How? What? Just just a gay couple in oh. a gay city. Gay couple, gay city. Yeah. All right. I love it. Okay, what what's your next one that you want to talk about? Hmm. I I'm fascinated by uh fascinated by a few of these, but I'm fascinated by the twelfth wife. The twelfth wife <laughs> so many wives. Um yeah, okay, that's interesting. Is this like a historical thing? Is this like a Henry VIII or like? Um, okay. See, I'm, I I think I might have, um, I just have, I really have like Hallmark romance on the brain. So my brain went to like, man, this person has just had the worst luck when it comes to wives. Not even that, like, maybe some of them divorced, but, like, most of them just, like, straight up died. Like, fell into a wood chipper. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's, like, a montage at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, and so they finally decide, like, nope, that's it. I'm never gonna fall in love again. I can't do it. And then it's Christmas time, and they fall in love with their new wife. Yeah, twelfth one, but the curse is broken and everything's fine at the end. Because well, is, next I'm, year they can do a Halloween movie called The Thirteenth Wife. <laughs> oh no! But I want the twelfth wife to live. Um, then it's just a polyamory story. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Spooky <laughs> okay. polyamory, though. Did you say kooky or spooky? Uh, both. The coo- the, he marries <laughs> kooky, kooky, kooky. The chapter. <laughs> oh no! Uh, all right. All right. I, I just had to oh. open a notepad because I think I'm going to need a lot of wives. Oh yeah. Well, I got, I've got one. I got a husband option. Okay, I've got I a actually, wife. Actually, I actually kind of love this option Who for is the it? husband. It's Who Adam it? Sandler again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no! This being I an Adam like Sandler movie. Play like a rom com lead, like a wedding Absolutely. singer. Absolutely, he can. He shouldn't, but he can. Do I want? Do I want him to? Uh, with one wife being Anne Hathaway. Uh, I got two more. Okay. Kira Knightley and Katie Holmes. Wow, we're just really bringing bringing in the big books. <laughs> yeah, this is a very high budget film. <laughs> I mean, you need twelve high profile wives, man. Rachel McAdams. Yeah, I also love that, like, Adam, like any Adam Sandler movie, you're like, wait, he's with her, but then it's that 12 times. (laughs) 12 times? Christina Aguilera. Is he in Fifty First Dates? No, but that's not what this is about. I, I've never seen that movie, and I just remembered how it actually works. It's not that's, about that's just one days. guy, one woman he keeps dating again and again. That's right. It's uh, kind of the okay. opposite of this. Yeah. Uh, I just finally got Catherine a good grandpa. Heigl. I just oh, got Bill Murray. It? Oh yeah. Well, you got Natalie Portman as another wife and did another you hear me Australian. Say Catherine Heigl. All right, great. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. How many wives do you have? I haven't been keeping track. I thought you were. <laughs> Uh, I haven't been posting all of yours. Sorry. Can we, I've can got, we try to talk through who you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have got, um, I know it was Anne Hathaway, Rachel McAdams, Hillary Duff is who I've got on uh, now. Yeah, I like that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We need three more wives. All right. Kristen Bell. <laughs> this is such an expensive movie. Holy shit. I got Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay. I feel like she's wife All right, now we need, hold on, I think. she is anymore. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. All right, now be selective because we're on the twelfth wife. This is the twelfth wife. Okay. Oh, wait, who was the, who played opposite him in The Wedding Singer? 
Shit, if I know. I want to check this before I say something. It is Drew Barrymore. Because I just go- I just got <gasps> Drew Barrymore and I was like, oh what the God. fuck? And well, I had to she... look it up because I didn't want to react if it was That's wrong. That's also 50 first dates. Re- what? Really? <laughs> I am almost positive. Oh my god, if that's right, that's a little creepy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right, it was meant to we be. Did it. She it is was the meant to be. Yeah, she's I think the 12th for wife. like Adam, St- <laughs> Dude, does Adam Sandler have fans called either Adam Fandlers Sta- or Stanlers, Adam Stanlers? Is that what you were going to say? Yeah. <laughs> for, um, for the true Stanlers, this is going to be like a, a revelation. Absolutely, when you go through him yeah. with all these other wives and then Drew Barrymore walks in. And then they and they somehow like they they uh, keep that out of the trailer entirely that she's yeah. the other main romantic lead so you don't know there, unless you go see it. Yeah, and there's so many like high budget like stars in this that they could show any of them and like right. showing like the little moment with them and they're and the, like, yeah, uh, I the think Natalie is Portman's like, going to be the twelfth wife. It's like indiscernible what is going on. It's just him with eleven different women. Yeah, in different it just situations. shows like quick moments of dates with these women and then him being sad but it like yeah. yeah cuts as like you know the doors opening as the 12th wife is about to walk in is about to walk down the aisle at the yeah. wedding <laughs> um wow that really and then i feel like up. you know in sitcoms like if like the two characters who maybe this didn't happen in supernatural but the two <laughs> characters who people have been like wanting them to get together for a long time they finally kiss and the audience is like Whoa! <laughs> I feel like there's when a studio Drew Barrymore, audience for just that moment. Yeah, exactly. When Drew Barrymore walks in, you get that studio audience sound. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Very good. Um, and I it all takes place at Christmas. I love this. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, really good. Really, really good. And this is like, I feel like this is the kind of thing of like, nah, man, like my wife's died at Christmas every year. I'm just not celebrating Christmas this year and I'm definitely not going to have a new wife. Are you kidding me? No way. The last thing I want on Christmas is a new 12th wife. (laughs) Uh, Just to recap, I'm going to run through the (laughs) the wives in roughly the order we found them. Anne Hathaway, Mm -hmm. Katie Holmes, Kira Knightley, Rachel McAdams, Christina Aguilera, Catherine Heigl, <laughs> Natalie Portman, Hilary Duff, Jennifer Aniston, Kristen Bell, Jennifer Love Hewitt, and Drew Barrymore. I think I, I missed Christina Aguilera in there. That's a wild one. I thought That's she was a, a very funny card. one. <laughs> I feel like that one, there's like a scene where he's like, at her uh, her stage show, her like residency in Vegas and like drives through a drive-in her. wedding with her. Beautiful. Does she have a residency in Vegas? Maybe no I'm thinking way. of Gwen Stefani. Uh, or Britney Spears, I believe, does. Man, that would be fucked if Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears are still competing in this way all these years <laughs> later. Oh, yeah, no, she does still have a residency in Las oh, Vegas, too. Wild. It literally ends to mm-hmm. what? November 21st, 2020? <laughs> What are you talking about? It started in May 2019. Christina Aguilera, The Experience, 30 shows running from May 31st, 2019 to November 21st, 2020. What are you talking about? There's no way. (laughs) The Experience. Are you sure it's not like, is it something that just like it happens to be like shows whatever date you're looking at? Click this fucking link, lady. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I am unsettled. That is really cursed. Because, like, what is this? What? Fucking hell. Doesn't Christina Aguilera have a Vegas residency that ends literally today? today? <laughs> Jesus, very bizarre. Okay. Okay. This is interesting. Let me double. This one sounds like it could be a real one. Nope. <sighs> okay. Stocking the farm. <laughs> Now, I like this because stocking is a Christmas thing, and 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 I don't think you probably don't use the word this way, but I'm thinking of this in a like livestock kind of sense. Yeah, double entendre too. So this is just like, and this is so um, hallmark to have it be like set on a farm. It means like absolutely the, the one one like person in the couple is like 
from the big city and has to come home to to save yeah. the the farm in her town. Um, so uh, yeah, this one just writes itself. Yeah. I mean, it's just been written so many times. It's, yeah. All right, I got the farm man boy. Okay, farm Uh, man boy. Jude Law. Okay, interesting. I had to look up, is he also Australian, but he's actually English. (laughs) Well, I've got Kira Knightley, so this is actually more of an English countryside thing. I was imagining it in in the American South, but now it's like... Yeah, same, yeah. It's it's moving from, you know, London to 20 minutes outside London. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, this is, yeah, that definitely... um, who so so who yeah Jude Law is the is the rugged farm man I would say um, yeah and Kira Knightley is the big city lady. I wonder if he can home. do like a Welsh accent. We can put him in like a I'm sure Welsh countryside. I'm sure he can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm sure he can. It just he's talented. I'm yeah. sure he can. Um, yeah. I guess there's not even too much more to say about this except for stocking the farm. Like what I feel like there there has to be some important plot point about like stockings themselves. There's like, I don't know, some old lady in the town who knits stockings and they there's something of like if you gift this stocking to someone then they will be your true love kind of thing and she's like, "Ugh, no." We should probably cast her too, right? The old lady? Yeah. Sure. I don't know what we're going to have we'll in find this her. Li- Neil Patrick Harris? <laughs> nah. <laughs> Maybe someone British or... Like Common? I also got Common just as you said that. I wonder if it's uh, seeded by time. Like... A lot of random generators take like the millisecond or like the second oh. of your clock as like the way to get a random number. Yeah, I'm not seeing many uh, older women. Sarah Jessica Parker, she's the witch that she plays in a uh, Hocus Pocus, but old, <laughs> just old, a little bit older. Yeah, it's just a, a throwback, a callback for Hocus Pocus fans. Tina Fey. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like that. <laughs> She's just the oldest I've seen, I guess, <laughs> so far. I, I like Tina Fey in like a very clearly like overdone makeup and like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe she's got like kind of matted hair. Like she's kind of more of a crazy cat lady instead yeah. of like an ancient woman. She's like the um. She she maybe has more of a vibe of like the pigeon lady from Home Alone too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think she could do that role. She could definitely do that. Yeah, the accent might need some work, but. Yeah, I mean, or or not. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense that she has a ridiculous accent. Yeah, I don't even really have too much more to say about that. Yeah, I think it's simple enough. I had to look up if Jude Law was in a, a Christmas movie because I was mm-hmm. like, I feel like I know he was in something. He was in The Holiday. So, yeah, because my mother watched it so many times in the last year and never before that and it would be like the middle of the summer and i would come over and she would be like have you seen this movie you would love it it's so nice it's british you would love it (laughs) and it's like kate winslet and she's like don't you love her and i was like i get like aren't you obsessed with her (laughs) it's like nah nah i don't know where you got that it looks like a like store brand love actually. It kind of is, I think, except there's there's like more of a cohesive plot. Okay. Cuz I was trying to look up if he was in love actually too cuz I know Kieran Knightley is. As far as I know. Yeah. Like everyone British was, but yeah, yeah, he was not. Well, but he was in, you know, off brand. Ooh, so actually Love actually. <laughs> there was one on here. There's a couple in here that I feel like the next one we should do should we should do an ensemble cast to like Love Actually kind of thing. Yeah, I like that. As if fucking Twelfth Wife didn't have an ensemble. <laughs> cast. But but it, that's an ensemble cast. But like Adam Sandler's still the protagonist. This is like Fair inter, enough, interwoven yeah. storylines. And we did establish that all the other wives basically die in a montage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine paying Anne Hathaway to show up just to die in a montage. I I really like that. I think I think it could happen. I think yeah. I mean, it certainly I think could happen. As long as like the marketing for the movie too was that you don't know who the twelfth wife is gonna right, be. Yeah, 
so there's people like stanning Hillary Duff and like stanning like yeah yeah Christina Aguilera's stage show. Um. Okay. Is there? I I haven't. There's a, there's one on here that is like obviously coming from Love Actually, and it's like it would just be a Love Actually knockoff, which is it's Christmas actually. Uh, but I don't want to do that. I know. One. Yeah, I'm trying to find other ones that are. I think the the ensemble cast one that I had an eye on that I actually wanted to save because it's so good and now it's time to use it is the mistletoe in. So I just looked this up. I think it's a real movie. Ah, no, that's fine. Yeah, it is. It's a real movie. Gotcha. I thought that was going to be like a murder mystery Christmas movie. Ooh, ooh. Are any of these that where they can be? uh, Who was the guy that was doing the Agatha Christie's? Kenneth Branagh did Kenneth the, Branagh. The, the, the train one. Yeah, yeah. I want to do a, a a murder Christmas movie. That's a thing. Yeah. It's Christmas through the grapevine has something to it. I don't know if... Yeah, I can, I can see that where it's like there's all these rumors going around or something. Mm. And whenever I see the word nativity, it just looks like macavity. <laughs> I like that. I I think I want to run with Christmas through the grapevine. Okay. I I think I also, I have this like association of like vineyard with murder mystery that sounds incriminating, but it's because like the first time I ever hosted a murder mystery, it was, I've pulled this like- (laughs) No, it's because of your job. (laughs) Right. I know. I know. I know. Um, No, it was, um, I pulled this like free murder mystery off the internet that- took place in a at like at a vineyard and so to me i'm always like yeah it's a place where murder mysteries take place perfect yeah i think a vineyard murder mystery just goes well anyway so and with christmas i guess yeah um okay so let's let's try to get like let's try to get like um let's call it three men three women and then you know if somebody else pops up so be it yeah um, I got, so I, I got someone that I want to use because we can get a new song out of this. Oh, please. Um, I got Ali Mashalka and I want, oh, like, yes. I normally would just forget that, except for the fact that it was Christmas, <laughs> my stupid Christmas. My stupid Christmas. Oh, that's so good. I Potential love Christmas her. song. Holy shit. That is incredible. Um, I, I'm, Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I've got John Krasinski. Love it. Um, um, I've got Timothee Chalamet. Oof, great. Yeah, as soon as I saw his name, I my mouth opened. I was like, oh, <laughs> I think that we, we're building something here. We are. Um, was John Krasinski in Knife's Out? Yeah. No? No. No, I don't think so. I don't know. I haven't seen it. I don't think it. he was after all. Zach Efron. Oh, oh! What if this was like partially a Disney decom? That's what I'm reunion? thinking. So, cause wait, who did you you had? Um, Ali Mashalka. Yeah, and then what was the other one you said? Oh, Timothy Chalamet. He's, he's uh, not decom child, but you'd think. Yeah, he's like close enough. Yeah. I also got another person that seems kind of close enough. Okay. Zoe Deschanel. Okay. Does yeah. she have decom energy to you or not? Nah? I mean, she has elf energy to me. Oh, <laughs> Ashley Tisdale. Oh, oh, my God. Okay, wait, oh, wait. I want to okay. write these so down. Now let's work through. Yeah. <laughs> We're both like getting out a whiteboard for this. <laughs> we've got we've got Ali Machalka, Zach Efron, uh, 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 Timothee. That's not how you spell his name. Who does know? Okay, um, I've got all. I've got all six written. If you want them. Oh, I'm I'm typing them on the document here. Uh, Zoe Deschanel. Oh yeah. All right, here we go. Let's okay. let's puzzle this one out. Yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Um. So. I personally would love I-, I would love to see I-, I mean I've had a long standing conspiracy the- theory that the Mishalka twins have absolutely fucked they're not twins they're just sisters um and this being said I would love to see Ali Mishalka in a queer role and I would love to put her opposite 
You know, either Ashley Tisdale or Doe Chanel. Did you know, I only just learned that Ali Mashalka and Ashley Tisdale starred in a CW series together? No, I did Hellcats not. Hellcats about college cheerleading. Holy shit. Oh, I have like vague recognition of that now. Okay, I didn't know that they were in it together. That's perfect. I I want them to be uh one of the one of the romantic pairings. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to very quickly uh skim the Wikipedia of Hellcats to see if they were uh, a pairing in that. Not an <sighs> no official way. pairing. But if they were like rivals, they would have oh. been a pairing, right? I think yeah, it looks like Ali Mishalka is like the uh, new in town girl that doesn't really know anything about this big cheerleading world. Uh-huh. And Ashley Tisdale's like the lifer cheerleading okay. captain, peppy girl. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, so they must have been, you know, shipped in that together. <laughs> I'm sure they're by someone. Yeah, I love that. Now, what about everybody else? Pshh. <laughs> So if they're shipped together, we either need a gay pair yeah. um, or a, po- a, a triangle or a polyamorous grouping, okay. a polycule. Okay. I mean, I just I just keep looking at John Krasinski and Zoe Deschanel and Me thinking too. Like, those two kind of have to go together. Is it just that Zoe Deschanel just kind of looks like Emily Blunt? Probably. And John Krasinski just is too straight. It's true. <laughs> the it other is, two boys very, could very play true. gay. Yes, <laughs> play gay. Um, how old is Zac Efron? Uh, you know. He's 33. I actually thought he was older. I would have believed any age between like <laughs> 21 and 40. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that works. I think I think him and Timotei work. Um, do they just straight up do the call me by your name situation then? <laughs> that plot's just happening off to the side while everybody else is having a Christmas time. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> then they're giving us money to do it. <laughs> <laughs> they're paying us. <laughs> I meant the royal they who, you know, who fund movies. Is that the new Vanessa Hudgens movie? <laughs> Um, so wait, so this is called Christmas through the grapevine. What is yes. even the plot? We have our, we have all the romantic <laughs> parents. Um, so wait, is it a murder mystery? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. So somebody, um, well, well, let me hit you up with the, the, the basic plot of this murder mystery that I did once. It was like. Um, uh, um, all of these people were invited to this vineyard and then like when they arrive the like the, the guy like the winemaker is dead so it could be legit thought you were gonna say is gay is <laughs> gay and they have to figure out who damned who him to hell um uh so it could be a, a situation of like all of these people were were invited to this you know big fancy winery in sonoma for christmas <laughs> and um when they arrived the person who uh you know it's all very clue like the person who invited them turns out to be dead or is quickly Ooh, murdered can I hit you with one other twist on this please this is three couples going to sonoma for like <gasps> a christmas getaway but the couples are krasinski and deschanel uh-huh uh mashalka and uh 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 chalamet and sure. efron and tisdale uh-huh, uh, reprising and you know repri- reprising their high school musical roles <laughs> but then also yeah to Two of the pairs just mm. gay it up together. Gay it up, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, in the midst of a murder investigation at Christmas. Yeah. I mean, sound fucking good to me, bro. Yeah, and it just focuses on all of the, like, each pair of people in this six-person group. Yeah. So no one really dominates screen time. Yeah, um, yeah. And none of them did it. They're, they just happen to be there. <laughs> they just happen to be invited. Um, they're just happy to be invited. Um, yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, maybe it builds a lot of suspense throughout the movie that one of them did secretly have something to do with this, and like all of them have like some holes in their stories. But like, yeah. it just turns out not. Yeah, of, of course. To do with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's always there's a you know reasonable suspicion all around. But yeah, yeah. 
Okay, why don't we do, let's do one more. Um, All right, uh, before we pick our final movie, let's do a top five going back and forth of top five things we aren't going to do a full movie of, but we liked on this list. <laughs> okay. I, I keep seeing Adidas Cleveland and I, thinking that, <laughs> that just flows. I really like the phrasing of Adidas Cleveland. And that being said, the one right above it is a is a favorite of mine, Catch a Predator on Ice. Absolutely. It's a thriller That's, and a half. <laughs> why don't you have a seat right there as they skate around? <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, um I, I don't want to do a full movie of this, but the Battle of the Bulbs is just uh National Lampoons, but like it's just <laughs> But it's only that one yeah, element. It's just of that it. scene of like <laughs> yeah. trying to have more lights than your neighbor. Yeah. Um a little dog Christmas sounds very cute, like a lovely little animated vehicle. Uh, I thought it was gonna be a uh like a hotel for dogs or whichever one of them it is that it's not even animated, it's just oh. like <laughs> real dogs oh that too that works um let's Ooh. see i also like the dad list the dad list is very good i can't Im i mean i can't imagine what that would be i feel like that's a um i feel like that's a kid want their mom to have a new uh stepdad and so they make a list of all of the eligible bachelors they of know. 12 men in town <laughs> 12 and, men, and they all die first drew barrymore dates these 12 men and then finally oh, she the meets sequel adam sandler after adam sandler dies oh <laughs> uh, no, no no not even the sequel this is the prequel the and prequel. that's how she found adam sandler in the oh first my God. place wow there that that's like a whole universe Jesus. Yeah, a whole universe of dead celebrities. <laughs> the DCU, the DCCU, dead celebrity cinematic universe. I like that, yeah. <sighs> okay, uh, what was mine that I just wanted to say? Um, <laughs> um, I like El Diablo, The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like The Nightmare Before Christmas, but a little more uh, spooky and satanic. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, the last thing of things we aren't going to use is the four-part series of Holiday Without a Face, Holiday <laughs> Without a Name, Holiday Without a Heart, and Holiday Without a Town. Yeah, I really, they, they generated just like that in that order, and I really liked it as a franchise, the Without franchise. Yeah, the Christmas Without franchise. Yeah. Uh, so why don't I actually pick a movie now? Please, yes. Um. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Do you yeah. remember a... Um, uh, so, uh, there's one on here that is actually the story of a present that my mom got my dad a couple years ago. <laughs> Do you know which one it is and what this story was? Uh, I believe that's the baby glove. <laughs> it's the baby glove. My mom tried to get my dad a baseball glove from a secondhand store, and when he unwrapped it, turns out it was made for a child, and he could not get his hand in. <laughs> she had to go to a different hand store. <laughs> she went to a child hand store. That was the problem. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go with, I, I think there's something here. I don't okay. really know what it is either, but I like when he fell in. Okay, that's, that's interesting. Okay. I think this has, um, what is the movie? Is it called? It's not. What is that movie then? I was gonna say, is it called Overboard? Isn't there a movie oh, where like- yeah. Golden but that's Han. not what I wanted to come up oh, with. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, yeah, no, sure? that is yeah, what no, I, I come think up that's with. probably exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 It's like this Goldie is... Hawn and Kurt Russell, and she, yes, yeah. I just googled Goldie Hawn movie to find what this was, <laughs> and it is Overboard after all. Yes. That one was like someone's like like Kurt Russell or like no, her other husband fell off a boat, and now she finds this like. No. <laughs> this fun, exciting man. No, it's actually very fucked up. Kurt Russell, like, she's like this rich lady, and he's like a construction man on her boat, and he she gets mad at him, and then she falls overboard and has amnesia, and he basically, like, kidnaps her and is like, and, like, makes his kids be like, yeah. and this is your mom. No, that's what I thought it was, oh. basically. I just didn't remember all the details. But to me, this is like a pre, this is like the original Hallmark movie, and it's not okay. even a Hallmark movie. Oh. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And it's a Gary Marshall movie, and like he did all those like Valentine's Day, New Year's <laughs> okay. Eve bullshit movies. Okay, so yeah. like everything's working together for when he fell in to be like an amnesia rom com, Gary Marshall. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know who's fallen in where. Um, maybe well, if we get the cast, let's find we'll out. out. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm kind of thinking it's like someone was like ice fishing and they fell in and then like oh and then they lost get their found. memory. Okay. Ooh, I think this is the modern Goldie Hawn. Also, wait a second. Um, wait, who is it? Uh, I need to Google something else because th- I keep hitting these references and I'm like, is this a thing? Is this a? <laughs> okay, never mind. Is who's Gwyneth Paltrow's mom? Oh, I don't know. I was really hoping that you got Kate Hudson and you were like, this is the mom. Yeah, modern I couldn't remember. Hawn. I thought Kate Hudson's mom was Gwyneth Paltrow. No, I thought. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> I thought I thought Gwyneth Paltrow was Goldie Hawn's daughter. Yeah, nah, it is. Kate I think Hudson. Gwyneth Paltrow also has a famous mom, though. She very well may. Blythe Danner is her mom. Okay. Weird. Famous mom squad. I've got Ryan Gosling. Oh yeah, I think those two work as the as the yeah lead for sure. I think we need, I want one more man who is like her X-Man or something. <laughs> her X-Man, Hugh Jackman. Or is it the other way around and like um, he fell in and left someone and found Gwen- Gwyneth Paltrow instead and she like hypnotized him and like she yeah. kidnapped him. Yeah, I feel like that, I feel like okay. that could be. So thing. who did Gwyneth Paltrow steal Ryan Gosling from? Um... Jason Sudeikis. (laughs) Reese Witherspoon. Nicole Kidman again. I want someone more interesting. Yeah. Alexander Skarsgård. Oh. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Audrey Hepburn. I got her a couple of times too. (laughs) Hold on, wait. That's it. I found it. Hold on. Let me give you the plot of this movie. Uh, <laughs> All right. Using archival footage, um, Audrey Hepburn's uh, loving husband what? had to leave, uh, you know, around Christmas time in 1951 uh, because he needed to go out ice trawling on a dangerous lake. He fell in and was frozen, preserved. Oh my 50 God. 50 years later, 100 years later. Uh, <sighs> Wild, no, not oh. wildlife. Arctic researcher Gwyneth Paltrow is okay. collecting samples on the last, the last expedition before Christmas, and then she finds a man, a I husband. Really like it. I really like it. So it's it's like a it's a um God. I, there's like a phrase that I am not remembering, but he's a. It's not like a time travel thing. It's like a frozen to time thing, and he wakes yeah. up and is like, "What year is it?" Yeah, he's yeah, like a yeah, fish yeah. out of water, except yes. he's a man out in of water. Ice. Yeah. Um, ooh, really. So good. Ryan Gosling has to learn how like modern life yeah, works. This is actually very similar to the plot of last year's Vanessa Hudgens Christmas uh, movie, um, "The Night Before Christmas." That's Jesus. night with a K. All right, but yeah, it's not, I think a lot of those movies would go way further back and it would have like a medieval knight coming into the future yeah. world. No, this is this just is, like a, you know, not too far back man. Yeah, this is just like the when Captain America yes, goes yeah. to the future and it's still like a man coming out of the ice too. Right. So it's, this oh, is just extreme. This is basically just Captain America. <laughs> yeah, except, yeah. Also Gwyneth Paltrow is there. She's in the MCU anyway. So good. Yeah, we're yeah. S- we're s- perfect. It's perfect. That was a beautiful Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. It's hot tub time, and you know what that means. Um, it's Christmas time. Keep celebrating hot tub time. Um, and uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a game that we played. Christmas movie. What did you call it? Wait. Uh, Windows Movie Maker. Windows Movie Maker. Windows Movie Maker is really good. That's what it's called when it's movies. Um, yeah, and once again, uh, didn't really explain what we did, but we used GPT Too Simple to create those movie titles, um, which is a Google collab by, whoa, Max I, Wolf. Max Wolf. I almost called him Mike. Um, Max uh, Mike. Max Mike. <laughs> um, yeah, that uh, by uh, by Max. <laughs> I can't get the name Max out of my mouth. Um, Max Wolf, and um, it is uh, very, um, 
it's uh it's easy to use and it can be found on his GitHub and you can find the um data set that we used on our GitHub and uh that is again github.com slash robots and typewriters. And we also used randomlists.com to uh to spit out a random actor from a long yeah. list of actors. And that was that just a made. big list from IMDB, yeah. right? Yeah, I just, yeah, it's a list that I threw together. And uh, that being said, if you would like to contact us via- Or pitch us on a Christmas movie. Yeah, or just, you know, send us some warm holiday wishes, um, you can email or us- warm holiday fishes. Or seven holiday fishes. Um, that you can <laughs> send to send our P.O. box. No, um, email them to us, please. <laughs> um, you can email us at robots at backcamp.org. You could also tweet at us at robot typewriter. And we have a theme song, and it's called Video Challenge by Anamanaguchi. I So the one that I almost did as my last one mm. that I was interested in was Holiday Joystick. It's joystick, but with a Q. <laughs> yeah, which that one really made me laugh because I think that joystick spelled like that is like the, um, that's like the website that, that Griffin and Justin McElroy did before Polygon. Right. I, rem- I remember joystick like that. I actually did not know that was them. But yeah. uh, I don't know if they like made it. I think they just worked up for it. But I don't know. Whatever. That- <laughs> I like holiday joystick being yeah, a, a it's Christmas, holiday, a French, French Christmas video McElroy game. movie. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna cast him. But if you're if you're willing to, then yeah, they have to. They they can be in the movie, but they have to be French and they have to do it well, or else they get yeah. fired. My brother, my brother, mon frère, mon, mon frère, eh. mon frère, mon moi. frère, <laughs> et moi. At Christmas, joyeux Noël. <laughs> joyeux Noël, everybody. <laughs> I'm Rod Serling. <laughs> Je suis Rod Serling. <laughs> 